So a couple of weeks ago, Siobhan and I uh, sat down on Sarah's Sarah Florence's podcast. Um, she's been on my show. Um, she runs a podcast called Mind Gold, and we discussed relationships. And we discussed this was specifically monogamous relationships, just talking about our experiences and um, some stuff that we'd learned um, studying psychology and studying relationship psychology. And a big, a really big help for me has been uh, looking at what the Gottman Institute talks about. So if you guys are interested in relationship psychology and relationship dynamics, look up the Gottman Institute. They're really, really powerful stuff, and it's really practical stuff as well. You know. A lot of it, when it comes down to relationships, um, really can be simplified. And I spoke about this um, on my Instagram a couple months back, but essentially the Gottman Institute talks about three things that are really important in a relationship, and that's honesty, which obviously we all know, uh, shared goals. So we need to have a reason to be staying together. What kind of life do we want to build together? Where do we want to live? Do we want to have kids? Where do we want to go? What kind of home do we want to live in? That moving towards something, which obviously um, being a counselor with relation to purpose and anxiety is so important. And it's just as important in relationships in the social dynamic as it is intrapersonally. So shared goals. And then finally, a weird one, is actually physiological relaxation. So when you guys are interacting with one another, you wanna make sure that you're, you're in a state of physiological relaxation so you don't feel physically stressed. You haven't taken all of that stress from work and brought it home so the environment's volatile. You guys are able to talk to each other in a relaxed state. You wanna feel like your home or when you guys are together is your state of peace right? And then you can talk about your goals and you can be honest with each other. And you're, you're basically just, you're not coming into a relationship to live happily ever after. You're coming in a relationship so that you can progress with someone, which makes life a lot easier. And it makes life more meaningful because happiness is a transient state. Like right now I'm pretty hungry. So eating a steak would make me happy. But in two minutes time, when I'm full after that steak, drinking a glass of water. So you you're always trying to, you're always clutching at happiness and we need some stability in our lives. So that's essentially what a meaningful relationship can amount to. So we spoke about our own personal experiences on the podcast. We had a heap of fun, lots of laughs, lots of naughty jokes, um, especially from me, which is uh, probably not the best thing, <laughs> but hopefully you enjoy this episode guys and I'll speak to you after. Bye. The Pale Blue Dot. That was the bit where you supposed to say hello. So, hello, hello. 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 Welcome, both of you. Thanks. Mind Gold Power Couple. It's self-proclaimed. We, we, as soon as we walked in here, we were like, we have to be called. No, we didn't do that. No. Yeah, they did, guys. It was real embarrassing. Yeah, it was, it was strange. This won't last for a long time, this podcast. Just get out of my house. Thank you so much for spending a Sunday with us and us always me and Graham. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Sunday is actually our relationship day though, which is really funny. Oh so. my God, I love that you have relationship day. We do. <laughs> Can we start with telling, you know, obviously within reason there might be something you don't want to share yeah. about <laughs> relationship day. Um, we do pray, yeah, yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. That's, that's just, awkward, we yeah. We just spent five hours praying, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was your idea, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, good idea, just a way to, just a very simple way, because obviously life gets in the way for everyone, 
And um, Sean was like, we should just have a day where we just exclusively focus on us, just doing yeah. things that we want to do. And, and they force you to drive to Richmond. And yeah. <laughs> but at least we're, we're talking about us. We're talking about you ourselves. Are. Yeah. We are yeah. Doing so it's, it's classed as a relationship day. But yeah, I can't even remember how I came up with that. I think because Saturdays and Sundays we were both planning stuff. And I'm like, when are we going to like see each other? Because mm. we were oh, working such... stuff separately. Yeah. yeah. And we were just working weird hours. Like, yeah. Like morning and evening, and we just never saw each other. Mm. So I was like, we just need a day where it's just the two of us. We make zero plans, and try not to have our phones and stuff. And then it just turned into like a real proper relationship day, didn't it? That's yeah, there's a couple epic. of constants. Yeah, it's good. That's yeah, really it cool. Yeah, mm. we love it. We're literally obsessed with it. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. And Graham and I sort of have like a relationship morning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sunday morning because I sleep in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it means that we get to snuggle. Yeah. Um, every other morning there's none of that. Cause I, I know. Get up and go to work. So that we do that. It's the Graham day. So sad. Graham, Graham day. day. Yeah. The Graham Sunday. <laughs> that's so fun. We do that with Abby too on a Sunday. We do. Well, it's more you do. I just get kicked out of bed. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Like, relationship so... relationship day is actually more dog and Siobhan day. <laughs> And Tom just gets put in the backyard. Now you just pull along. <laughs> yeah. We basically got a backyard so that I can poo in the backyard and the dog can just use the toilet. <laughs> oh my God, if we could train her to do that. She <laughs> can, Christ. apparently, I think. Oh God. We don't Teach your dog to use the toilet. Well, I know That's that you can awful. do it with cats. It's on YouTube. You can do it with cats. Yeah, you yeah. can't walk them. Though. Yeah. <laughs> We've been seeing the Fuck, it's so good. Yeah. Um, anyway. 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 Relationships. Yes. Is why mm. we're here. Um, not only to talk about your guys' relationship, but I mean, I guess your own like struggles in terms of relationships, I guess mm. what you've learnt along the way and how I guess you've gotten to the point that you're obviously in uh, seemingly healthy and happy. <laughs> we're very, very depressed together. Uh. You're very good actors. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, because I guess for me personally, like I've only, I've only feel I've just gotten to the point in life that I actually feel happy mm. in a relationship. Mm. Um, which is ridiculous because I'm 33 years old. Not oh, really. 31. 31. 31. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Age is still number. same. Yeah. Same. And, and mm. I don't know, like, why, why is it that it's just, I mean, it's so fucking hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could make, obviously, a lot of jokes and innuendo about things being hard. Yes. Very true. <laughs> no. Not in a long-term relationship. Don't give Tom <laughs> the fucking go ahead. Hard, hard in a bad way. Yes. To be, yes. To be clear. Yes. Um, yes. Also, my dad listens to this podcast, so we might want to get to it. Hi. Hi, Dad. Is he in a long-term relationship? He is with my mum. Oh, He'll know all about it. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should get, you should get them on the podcast. Oh, God. Mr. Yeah, Forrest. and just Mr. ask Forrest. them the long-term goals. Yeah. Very yeah, true. take the mics back home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. please do. Seriously. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I want to hear. You sort of should. My, like, when Dad came on my podcast, I loved it. It was yeah. just good to have a conversation with him. And I said to him at the end of it, you know, this is fantastic for, um, you know, when you're long gone and my grandkids are around. I'm like, oh, tell us about your dad. And you're like, well, if I just press play for you, this is who he was cool. like. Yeah. We used to do things called podcasts. Yeah, I know. That's so true. Yeah. What? People used to wear glasses when they couldn't see. <laughs> now we just get it fucking vaccinated when you do. Oh, God. <laughs> Injection right in the eye. I've got laser eye surgery, so same, basically. Shit. Yeah. Wow. It's fucking best. Is you it? used to wear glasses. I did. That's see, right. See, there you go. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was like a few years ago. Fix everything up. Fucking game changer. Wow. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting back to it. So, yeah. yeah. You want to kick things off? Go on. Oh my go God. I need like a whole fucking day to go through 
struggles. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got to even know where to start. We've like, I think we've just got to the place now. I always think the struggle comes from two people with completely separate lives doing their completely own thing that they love and then or hate and then bringing it together <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs> yes. and bringing it together and then it's like you've got to combine the two mm. yeah and it's like obviously the hardest thing but the most rewarding thing and they say that like your relationships are your biggest test in life so if you can like get through the, all the testing part which i feel like we've done now <laughs> we've been through all the tests and hopefully <laughs> mm-hmm. they um and then you just come out of the other side like i because you've learned all the lessons so yeah. yeah they just come out the other side really good and i think as much as you're not the time i'm like so thankful for all like the shit relationships i had because they kind of give oh, me lessons to the game yeah i don't feel that you can really appreciate someone in your life who is like a fucking absolute legend unless you've experienced the opposite yeah it's of so that. true right isn't yeah. that weird God. though yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very Honestly, good. you never think you'll be thankful when you're in that really shit time, and then it, you come out of the other side and you're like, oh my god, I'm so glad he was a wanker! <laughs> yeah. You know, there's My probably... thoughts as well. All the guys I used to date, fucking hell. I was <laughs> just thinking, there's probably someone out there going, oh, thank god I dated that awful fucking Sarah. <laughs> just, uh, I know. Just, I only know true happiness now in comparison yeah, to her. Yeah, so true. I know. <laughs> No, yeah, but probably. You, you're totally right. Probably, most yeah. likely. I, I yeah. think people need to um, get a bit more real. I think when it comes to relationships and the whole um, pursuit of happiness, I think can sometimes really ruin um, what what a relationship is because the truth of it is it's too you know solidified to an extent. Egos coming together to share their lives, and there's going to be some back and forth of how to mediate that new ground. And if you don't argue and tell the truth. Um, you know, when you don't like even the tiniest things to try to figure out how you guys can live together, there's going to be a lot of clash and a lot of resentment. resentment and yeah. then everything will piss you off about the other person, even if it's just completely irrational, like a weird clicking noise or something they do with their tongue. It's Is like, that what you do, mate? No. I should just doing, like, <laughs> yeah, this gives me a chance to just really just unload all the shit I'm annoyed at Shimon about. But it's true, like, if you don't tell the truth, and just say, oh, I'm really annoyed at you for this or whatever. Like, you it's get annoyed over really dumb things that you're not even annoyed about. Can know? I just say that's the same for all relationships? Yeah, like, for friendships, sure. family. Like, if you don't tell people, like, I wouldn't say argue, but discuss what you're not annoyed about, yeah. it just turns into resentment and then everything ends up annoying you about that person. Yeah. I think that's like a goal for everything in life. And you kind of end up getting to the point where you're like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And just cutting your. Cutting because you've not never discussed it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you just said, "Hey, like it kind of annoys me when you whatever mm-hmm. make that clicking noise." Yeah, yeah. That fucking clicking noise. Where did that come from? I don't know. Who clicks? Is there one of your ex girlfriends out there listening to it going? So, Fuck him. I love this like podcast. Like, yeah. Who does that? I think she had an issue. Who does? It does do that. Yeah, totally. You know what? It's like Seinfeld, right? Yeah. And like everyone they date, they always break up because there's some like really trivial like fault in the person. Yes. But I totally understand that because I've had like epic arguments. I remember I had one boyfriend, this is years ago, and we broke up because we had an argument over which way you drive into the subway car park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do you, turn, do you turn left before the island or yeah. after? And it ended up being like, I can't fucking stand this anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm done. And we like Look, it's up. not the cookies. And it probably was the 
it's a combination of everything that lets up one argument. Yeah. yeah. It's so silly, but yeah, probably. It would probably mm. stem from something like far deeper than like, you know, me being right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was right. Even though you were right, of course. Obviously was. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know, obviously there were bigger issues in that relationship other than how you drive into the car park. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, I, I suppose that's just a testament to like, the niggles that you know mm-hmm. you end up end up turning into these big blow ups because you've not actually addressed the underlying yeah. issue like at the start maybe so yeah. true yeah so absolutely true. and and I think as well you know not even just in relationships but in life as well you have to think about what you want you know because sometimes people get into the relationship for the wrong reason um, and then it's just like oh I don't know they're trying to like you know have a look and see if that's going to work for them. Like they values. don't even know what they... Yeah, well, values. values. are very good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Values obviously determine how you act and how you're going to raise kids and where you want to live and what you want to do. And, yeah. You know, if like, if, if my... If I valued getting work done at a lot higher, you know, than I did the relationship, I'd still want to be in the relationship, but I'd be resentful of these Sundays. Yeah. And then I'd start to get work. pissed off at you. Yeah. But, um... I think values are really important because values determine how you're going to progress in life, you know, and a relationship is just two people coming together to grow together and move forwards. Um, it's not, it's not where you get stuck, you know? And I think people give up way too early. Can I say, I heard this like amazing quote by a guy that actually was doing, I think he was doing a relationship podcast and he said like when you've been with someone for a certain amount of time and you literally take for him he was married, divorce off the cars. Like divorce is not on the cars. Which yeah. mean yeah, which mm-hmm. means you will do whatever you can to make that relationship work. Obviously if there's nothing major like going on, you can like divorce is not even a thing. So you're forced to make it work. And I thought that was so brilliant. Like yeah. I really love that. So if you're with someone and it's like just a constant battle um and there's like a way you can work it out and obviously if there's not whatever but i thought that was such a good like thing to do yeah like a thing to say sorry or a thing to work at it's a good way to look at it because (laughs) it's your you know if they're telling the truth and if they're honest and assertive enough they're going to be your complete button trigger presser you know and for good reason as well because you're not a perfect person and you fuck up and you don't see things and um if you can stick it out, I think that's one of the good ideas about what Jesse was saying in that podcast. Mm. It's like, this marriage is, divorce is like off the cards, which means that we have two options. We can sort ourselves out, which means sort the relationship out and continue to progress. Or we can just have the same fight every single day for the next 80 years and then die a miserable t- a life, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a good way of looking at it. If you get to the stage when you've done that and there's still some issues in the relationship, then by all means, we live in a free society. So break yeah, up of you know but yeah. at least it gives you that opportunity to be like okay i need to at least check myself first and if there's still something going on like you said if there's deception or mm. we need to um you know live in different areas or whatever it is then you know thank you for the time but not giving up too easily is really cool by giving yourself that restriction mm. yeah yeah i like it sure. i thought that was great yeah, I think the values thing, like, that's really important and that's something that I've realised, like, recently, because I think previously I would, like, you know, maybe be attracted, initially attracted to a partner based upon, like, a hobby or, like, an interest mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and that would be kind of the, the basis of that relationship. But knowing me and how I change my mind in terms of my hobbies and my interests, <laughs> there's not really any point basing a relationship with somebody on, like, 
CrossFit. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. or on being a vegan. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, something like that, right? Yeah. Because if you decide, you know, actually, CrossFit's dumb, or hang on, I like meat, yeah. then you don't have that thing anymore. It's you're kind of left with this dickhead who does dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And yeah. it's expensive stuff yeah it's yeah. expensive barbells yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. it's not what i would do anymore <laughs> exactly so i think what i found in like like ending a, an earlier relationship this year and just realizing like i'm really going after the complete wrong the wrong person because i'm like basing my you know decisions on stuff that doesn't is actually irrelevant mm-hmm. yeah. you know and yeah. what i decided that i really wanted in a partner is someone who was kind yeah um, and someone who was honest and someone who um was passionate mm. about something mm. and yeah. it didn't have to be weightlifting yeah yeah you know <laughs> or graham it's just, yeah. it, you know it's, it's good to be about, passionate about graham but, it, but you know he is yes he actually is he loves graham but you know, I just guess I changed my whole. I was like, I don't give a fuck if you train. I don't care how yeah. if I, you can lift more than me or less than me. Like I don't care. Yeah. I just want you to be like a kind, honest person. Yeah. And like that's all. Mm-hmm. But you don't figure that shit out until oh you God. like go with all the the shitty ones first. You know. <laughs> well, it's true though. All you of don't. Them. You yeah. All of them. <laughs> all of the shitty ones. Yeah, literally. That's <laughs> how you learn your lesson. So it's true. Yeah. 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 yeah I've, then I've... you don't know what's good. I mean, I've had a different history. Like, I've never, yeah, I was never have. with any, um, you know, bad women or anything. Like, bad women? Yeah. Like, well, just. Hashtag bad women. Hashtag bad women. This can be the name <laughs> of it. Like the episode name. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, I think it was for <laughs> me. Like, like, what? Yeah, I know. I just, um, I did, I needed to, some time to figure out what I wanted as well. Mm. Um, what I wanted in a relationship. And I was also very, um, scared of talking to girls for like a really long time you know um, we are crazy and yeah. scary and some of us are bad yes <laughs> bad women yes they freak me out <laughs> yeah no but my my um my kind of well the way we got together was we met each other at a crossfit gym mm. and um i actually was quite intimidated by siobhan because she's very Fair. confident yeah and scottish <laughs> which I'm is like, scary you intimidated by me <laughs> Well, you're very like it's assertive like, and outgoing. So cute, and, and, but yeah. you're so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a cute little cat, but you could fucking turn to a lion in yeah. a yeah. second, that's and that still happens. That's such a good I'm, I'm Scottish. You're Scottish. That's yeah. all I needed to say. I yeah. will not stop. Yeah, no, that's good. That's one of the reasons why I like you. Yeah. But um, I, I liked her very quickly. You know, from um, from starting at that CrossFit gym, and um, I was like, okay, cool. Well. I'm also intimidated by her, so that means I've got some work to do. So I started watching this like relationship dude on YouTube. Oh, wait, can you just drop, oh God, no, drop the name of the relationship dude? Because every, yeah, really every fucking boy, man, whatever listening needs to watch this guy. Yeah, his name's um, Corey Wayne. So I just I started yeah. looking up like so something really generic, like how to talk to girls or something. And then coaches would cute. come up on YouTube. That's and... so cute, Tom. <laughs> yeah. And boys need to watch this guy. So well, he's yeah. really good. Yeah. He's I, amazing. I think we should get a crash course. And he was really good. He was just like changing the thing of, you know, it, basically the way my perspective changed with watching that guy was don't try to live up to become someone that this person would want. Try to find your own lane in life and be really excited about being you and if this person's right then she'll all aboard the roller coaster and the train too the tom go, coaster yeah well just yeah the, the tom coast yeah but um just finding a little bit more um direction in that in that department was really good and um i would just watch those videos not like entirely 
you know, don't want to paint the picture. There was like Siobhan's like on my wall, fucking <laughs> praying to every night. Little shrine and his yeah, praying videos. and yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'd be lying if I said you know at least thirty percent or something wasn't because I'd like to um, pursue this one. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, he was really good. And then um, for me, it was just about right. Okay, times right. Then we started hanging out a little bit closer. And mm, yeah, it's quite natural. Yeah, we were definitely like me. We were like. We were friends for a long time as well. Probably yeah. like a year before, I reckon. That's really nice. Yeah. We were. We yeah. were. And that was cool. We, we just, we did get along. Oh, yeah. As friends so for a long well. time. Mm. So well. And it was just so easy because then when you go into the relationship, we both knew exactly everything about each other. And we yeah. were both like dating different people while we were friends. And we would talk about it and Tom would be like, I need to break up with this girl, but I don't know how she's a bad woman. She wasn't a bad woman. <laughs> she, wasn't. she wasn't a bad woman. She was lovely. She was lovely, but I think she just Tom had different interests. I was the bad oh, man. No, yeah, because I, I didn't I didn't break up with her appropriately. Oh, you know, shit. I just kind of let that one seep her out, which is and terrible. That was not the advice uh, I gave. That's you, not no. I was giving him advice about how to break up with her nicely. Yes. You know what? I think though that like and I mean I've done the same thing, like I've been a bad woman. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. This could not be a thing. Says is a bad woman. I'm gonna start saying it. I'm start saying it. I'll keep saying it. <laughs> what I reckon though is like, we're, you know, t- I mean, obviously you guys didn't meet on a dating app. You know, you, yeah, had, yeah. you had that respect for each other that you're already friends, you already know each other. There's no way you're just gonna rock up to the gym one day and Tom's just gonna like blank you. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be like, oh, we're not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> be but, hilarious just walking like that. Tom, so, I can see your hand in front of your eye. No, you can't. Suddenly it's just like with another girl and you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I usually would be like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Anyway, guys, bring around the whiteboard. Tom? We did have to hide it though. Yeah, we did. No, so that was like up to when we first started dating. Oh, just I so did. people didn't fucking talk about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, I said yeah, that. I was like, I literally don't want people to ruin a good thing. Oh, and we kept yeah. it. People do. And then I that. said, because we worked together, I was like, you need to tell our boss first before anyone else knows. And was that like a couple of months? Nah, that was three and a half weeks. And we were even. A <laughs> couple of months. Do you remember what happened? <laughs> Pretty much. No. What the fuck's in this kombucha? <laughs> LSD. Anyway, that's how we had to keep it for a while. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was really <laughs> like fun. Sneaking around for ages. That's real cute. Yeah, yeah. I know. But it was good. It was, yeah, it was good. good. But when people knew, they were like, thank God. Yeah. But it was interesting because uh, your visa was coming up. So we had to make a bit of yeah. a leap of faith. And, yeah. um, oh my just, god, you guys married? Yeah, we're, we're kind of married, aren't we? Yeah, kind of. Oh yeah. my god, seriously? Yeah. No, we've got like, we're officially, we had to like register Registered. our relationship at like births, deaths, and marriages yeah. as, oh, as wow. a relationship. So you can do that without actually getting married? Yeah. Yeah, we oh, didn't well, have we a celebration to. or anything. <laughs> we went and got a Zambrero. That was a lovely <laughs> night. I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I forgot. Yeah, because I got a job offer in New York. I was actually going to oh leave my god. and yeah. work in New York. And we yeah. were kind of like, shit, I like, like I just, hang on, you chose Tom over New York. I know, I, I know. know, I know. Can you remember that? I'm all a six. Time. You're a six. New York's an eight. No, I thought we were, I thought we were all eight. Did we decide that yeah. on the last episode? Yeah, Siobhan, we did. I think Siobhan's like probably nine and a half, ten. Yeah. That's fair. I'm probably a strong I'm five. So I'm above average, but I've got a lot to grow into. Oh my God. I'm certainly not strong New York. Strong five. Weeks That's in. funny. But yeah, then we had to be like, right, if I'm staying, we need to get this visa. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, because we that's how well we got on. We got wow. on so well. And I'm like, this is so different mm-hmm. to like anything else. This is like amazing. And then, yeah. I think that's a good testament of like how strong your relationship is that you can have like a fairly intense conversation like that pretty oh, early yeah, on without so anyone on. fucking having a bit of a meltdown over it. Yeah, it was. That's. Yeah. I mean, because it was. 
we were forced to have an intense conversation oh like God, that. I, know. I think we were forced to move in together. Yeah, yeah, we did. I, I moved out because um, I was living with dad at the time, and um, that visa oh, basically meant that. To live together yeah. in order to yeah, yeah sure. do everything. We had to yeah. write up this huge thing for the lawyers saying like, oh, you yeah, know, be careful what we're saying. Oh yes, saying <laughs> we. Um, saying what? That's such a good point. Yeah, we're just like. <laughs> basically proving your proving yeah, our proving relationship, your relationship. It, but i mean you're right but it was it was proven we were sorry i know i'm not i said my dad dad's not a lawyer dad's a lawyer <laughs> actually mr forrest is our lawyer <laughs> we're still we're, we're in love yeah, yeah. no but we basically just had to say like this is where our, our relationship wants to go and all this sort of stuff and it's just I like know. Yes. we so had no idea have a tr- like wow. a chat. Yeah. you know what imagine like yeah. how if people had to have that conversation now, how long were you together for when you had that a long time <laughs> oh right sure <laughs> okay say like imagine say like I know you know, true. having to have that conversation I suppose it's kind of similar to someone getting pregnant like yeah. super early on or yes. something so like that true. and suddenly yeah. you're forced you're going from like having a good time mm. and you know you're exclusive but you're not really you what know whatever yeah. to suddenly having this conversation where you're like fuck yeah are we like is this a thing yeah exactly um, it literally was though like you had a little bit of a panic did you not yeah for sure well also there's a, there's a five year age difference as well true and I, I was, always forget about that I know I do forget about that too but it was I was also, just about to be like, which one's on? And then I was like, no, obviously. It's obviously, <laughs> it's obviously me. <laughs> yeah, Siobhan's actually 48. I'm a but 13. every time, can I just say, I get jarred for ID all the time. Yeah, I know. Everywhere we go, it's like, ID, I'm like, fuck's sake. Tom's yeah. like, fine. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it, it's, you know, if I think back on it, it's interesting, like, mid-20s, I'm obviously really into this girl, but I've only just met her. And then for her to stay around... Because there was no other way of her staying around other than going um, de facto. Yeah. It's like, is it like, how am I ready for this? Is Siobhan ready for this? Are we ready for this? You know, um, Siobhan had also had um, previous adult relationships. Siobhan's my first adult relationship. Um, apart from that Hang girl on. that I was dating. You're saying you had child relationships? Child relationships. <laughs> when I was uh, seven, um, me and this lady Beatrice were uh, I quite... Beatrice. We would knit. You I know, think we you would... long term. Yes, of course. But oh, I also meant adult oh, though. Cute. I did. Cute. Well, you. No, well, I, I never it, really. I, I never had a, a long term adult relationship. I'm gonna say Sounds adult because like it's what. Kids. I date kids. Yeah. Adult. Well, if you guys <laughs> are gonna look at it like that, <laughs> yeah. We're both like what? A lot's coming out on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Committed relationship. Amazing recovery from pedophilia. Yes, exactly. Dating an older woman. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, but there were lots of uncertainties. Yeah. And we just kind of picked a path and like, oh, we've got to make it happen. Yeah, literally forced to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I was talking to my partner, I guess I'm going to say, as mm. an adult, because mm. I was just saying boyfriend for a while, and then I felt like that made me seem like Have you held a hands child. Yet? <laughs> yeah. I say partner, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think partner just makes it like, yeah, that's it's a thing. thing. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah. For sure. Um, he doesn't like holding my hand. He likes to pretend to put his arm around me and then barge me off the sidewalk or into <laughs> a wall. He it. likes to yes, push me down hills. Does he like ever throw you into a bush? <laughs> when I say partner, I basically <laughs> mean like violent abuser. <laughs> but we don't shit like that. Like, yeah, no, he does. That's his favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I push me into the wall. Throw yeah. me into a knife. <laughs> 
nice well, guy. Well, at least you have to be like adults in adults' relationships. Yeah. Like you. Well, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Even adults. Yeah. Mm. You gotta have fun. I love it. Okay, I can't believe we were going with that before we got sidetracked into yes. pushing what people say? into bushes and walls. Well, we were saying I think it's good to, um, sometimes it can be good to just be forced to make a decision. Yes. Oh, that's and right. And try to figure it out. And also, I think where I was going with this was that there's always going to be that level of anxiety um, around the, the relationship. Mm. And I guess for me, like, I've had, like, pretty brutal um, trust betrayals mm. <laughs> in yeah. relationships mm. and and I think accepting that like I've got that that's an issue that I've got yeah like I find it really hard to trust and I get very anxious in a relationship um because of that and but acknowledging that that's like my issue and that that's no reflection on my partner like mm-hmm. that's nothing that he's done mm. but that he needs to know that that's something that I struggle yeah. with yeah that and, should be said like yeah immediately, and that's literally. the hard thing though is I think that you know, like baggage is like a bad thing, and it's, so not. it's an inevitable. It's, thing. it's, it's an yeah, inevitable everyone thing. has, and especially at our age. Well, maybe our age. Yeah, yeah not me. Not yeah. Tom's fine. He's in one relationship. That's right. Yeah, one relationship. Still in year twelve. Have been for the past three years. <laughs> but yeah. like everyone has baggage, and everyone has shit, and not necessarily like they've been with a bad woman or man. <laughs> yes. But more that they've got an unresolved issue or they've got some underlying shit from a past relationship. Yeah. And if you're not just upfront about it and say, like, oh, the reason that I feel weird about this is because of this incident, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That, if I'm a bit weird about it, that's why. Yeah. I feel like you kind of need to be able to have those conversations. Um, but I feel like we're so, like, repressed in terms of, like, you know, baggage gets a bad rap. Yeah, we're embarrassed. It's embarrassing. Yeah, like it's not a thing. Yeah. And you're always very, like, I'm always very nervous to, like, share stuff about my past or past relationships, you know, because you don't want to be the person who talks about their ex or the person who has issues. Mm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. But we all have a past, you know, and it's to some degree as well, this is is an interesting conversation, something that we always talk about on my show as well is that like what's classified as a mental health issue is anxiety, which is really funny because it's an emotion. And when you're talking about baggage, you're essentially saying this particular scenario has activated an anxious or a scary memory or something. So you're straight away going to have like a bit of fear or a bit of hesitancy to talk about it because it's bringing up something that was scary for you. And when we're scared, we don't know how to react because anything we do could be dangerous you know yeah. so when when people say oh you know um i have anxiety it's like well no shit you've had a past your your brain has literally started to interpret you know the world and what happened to you then was really scary what happened to you over there was really amazing and you'll you'll have that you know it doesn't mean you can't navigate a relationship together but you do have to as you would say hold space yeah. um when the other person has their thing you know yeah. Um, and sometimes that can just mean recognizing it and other times it can mean depending on how good you guys are at communication being like coming back at it saying oh no you're actually not seeing this or whatever it is you, you both need to know what the other person needs otherwise it's just going to be very just it's just going to be an awkward situation you know yeah definitely and yeah. that takes practice it takes a while because you're it not sure what like, yeah it took us a while to like get where we are now but you Long know you just got to keep keep working at it but you've got to want to work at it too. Like, you can't have one person in a relationship being like, 
yeah they'll just do it all and they'll just talk about their shit like mm. you both need to it needs to be like open honest and like you know sharing and one person talks the other person listens and so on yeah you have so to have crazy. shared goals otherwise it's like well why are you doing anything you know True. why are we going through all this bullshit like if we don't even have a reason to i think if you don't see like the same future and the same mm. so you kind of have to get that kind of out of the way fairly early on mm. especially like when you get older obviously oh yeah definitely and that's the weird thing because now we're at the age where you know i just went to a baby shower yesterday yeah. and everyone's everyone there well most people there like were either engaged or married mm-hmm. or they had a baby or they were going to have a baby and you know and then there's Sarah me Graham. <laughs> yeah i have cut i've already had one and it's just like you i took um my partner and we've been together for like six months yeah. right and you know there's like this part of me that's like fucking freaking out because i'm like oh shit i don't want him to think that this is what I'm expecting. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and he I've probably got that, doesn't think I've that. got that level of anxiety that I'm like, what if he thinks that I took him because I want to have a baby? I'm like, I don't want this. Oh, really? yeah. you know, so I'm like freaking out and he's probably just like, doo, doo, doo. yeah. No, he's, he's like, probably like, I wonder if they have beer. He probably is like, <laughs> he was what probably just cheese? like trying to play with the dogs. Yeah. Oh my God, so, so I don't funny. think it would have even crossed his mind. No. That, like, yeah. I've just got that constant overthinking that I'm like, like the thought of him thinking that made me really anxious. Yeah, and that's like the furthest thing from my mind. You know, I don't even know these people. So yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know I was invited. No, it was. Were you actually invited? No, it was just a stranger's baby shower. We <laughs> yeah. do this. It's one of our. It's our relationship yeah. day. We just, just go crush. to a random gate crash baby showers. That's awesome. Yeah, but I think it's like because you're so used to people like not wanting to commit and you're so used to people like ghosting and yeah all this kind of behavior that's like super common these days mm. and like i mean you guys obviously didn't meet on like tinder or bumble yeah. or anything like that yeah. i literally always say we're like we're so glad we met the way we did because when we hear of like stuff yeah. like that i'm like i'm so we're actually so glad to be in a relationship like being single like us and being single sounds tough like well, it is. the ghosting yeah. the, oh, the apps but like, it even gets to the point that it's normal like mm. yeah you know like, like everyone's experienced it and even i found crazy. myself saying like if i have a friend tell me like you know someone ghosted her or, or whatever like i'm just like yeah like yeah you don't get all like wow. outraged don't get outraged or like i mean obviously i'll be like yeah what a wanker but it's not mm. a surprise it's like it's very rude. well that, it is very rude but is like, that common from for boys to do that specifically oh 100 and yeah. i wouldn't say just boys i mean girls do it too yeah like oh. i've talked to people don't do that <laughs> stop it now stop it. stop it right now i'm really interested in that because it like it, it yeah because we don't all... really hear this stuff because we're in a relationship <laughs> but it says a lot it says a lot about where society is in terms of um what it values you know because 102 103 years ago we're all dominated by the christian way of living really especially in the west and then now people are less and less people um are theistic and believe in god and all that sort of stuff as an expression of the way you're supposed to live because yeah. obviously christianity just speaking of christianity gives you a way to live 10 commandments or whatever it is i'm not christian by the way but i'm just saying but when you now live in a society um that doesn't really have a specific value framework people feel like they don't really have any um obligation to there's do no anything there's no accountability right? yeah, there's no accountability like even just Imagine the idea you got burned at the stake for ghosting yeah exactly no Bring one that fucking one Fuck. there'd be fear but there would be a like, whole lot sort of, of discipline. discipline yeah that's interesting to me as well people don't get they don't get held accountable for that behavior mm. yeah so when i was on <laughs> 
Because when I was on Tinder, <laughs> yeah. this is uh, not recently, but quite a while ago, I would actually call people out on this behaviour because I just found it fucked. Yeah. Like, good. Yeah. So I'd just send a message and be like, You're rude. Hey, just so you know, it's actually really rude mm. yeah. um, to like not respond to a message or like, if you hadn't had a good time, then just that's that, totally yeah. fine. But just say, hey, thanks yeah. for your time. Mm-hmm. And like, it's cool. Like, I'm not someone, should make the, someone should make an app where it's like people who ghosted, people who like, you know, did all the stuff that you're not supposed to do. And then people can go, go on the app and like do reviews. Like an Uber thing. <laughs> that would be and, like, really cool. Uber, Tinder review, and then, right? Yeah. And then check out the person and, and their past dates and see what people said. Wow. Yeah. Tinder review. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah. 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 Fucking hell. Who am I going out with? I know this like, cold. <laughs> Literally, I wish like people's, and it was probably different for everyone. But I wish you could like call up someone's like ex and be like, "So what were they like?" You know, when you move into a new house, I always want to be like, ask the people that were there before you. So what's the neighbors like? Is it noisy? <laughs> How's the shower? It'd be tough though, Bonnie, because it's like I know everyone's so different, and it's it, but then I'm totally people, sometimes people aren't suited for each other, and all sorts. It's of so things. true. So you true. are brutal. <laughs> But some people are just dicks and the world should, That's be, true. should be told. That's true. Should, I reckon someone needs to come up with Tinder review. And if anything, it would probably Dick help review. the dicks. Because they'd be like, okay, now, is the whole world wrong or am I wrong? Yeah. Okay, maybe I need to sort myself out. Yeah, but those out. are the sort of people who are like, no, it's the whole world. It's definitely yeah, the world. Exactly. Yeah. The world. I was born in the wrong world. <laughs> yeah. You were born in the Andromeda galaxy. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, when you yeah, when you're born in the wrong world. <laughs> but I think that, I guess what it is, is like, because you're you not actually met someone, you've not had the chance to like get to know them like you guys did, like yeah. you became true. friends first, and you've got that respect for each other. That's that even true. if, say, one of you decided that you whatever, you weren't into it, mm-hmm. you'd have the respect of the other person to actually say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and, you know, yeah. whereas when it's on an app, yeah, um, and even you if you've gone on a few dates with someone, or so one of my things this time, the last time I was on, because that's how I met my partner. Mm. Um, you know, I was like, right, I'm going to go on a few dates. Um, I think I went on like five dates in a week. I was just like, fuck it. I just go for coffee, go for coffee or a meal, like never go for a drink. Mm. Um, and always just like have zero expectations with it and then just be completely honest either way. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a great time. I'd like to catch up again or like, thanks so much. It was really nice to meet you. I don't see anything Mm. romantic. Yeah. Happening. Mm. And you know what? They might be thinking the same thing and that's totally fine. Um, but I was just like, I'm not going to be that fucking dickhead. Like I just, no. I have a guy mate that he's like amazing on the apps and he'll literally meet someone and then straight away and he's like, no, I just didn't feel it. And he'd message them and he says that the girls go like crazy. What if he says I didn't feel it? Yeah. He, he gets like like just slammed for his honesty. And I'm like, mate, I'm like, you're amazing. I would love to like go on a date and a guy's like sorry just totally didn't feel it and I'm like cool next but yeah but he's still I'm like you have to even though they're like I'm like you have to keep doing that like it's so you'll meet like the right girls that are just like yeah great thanks for your honesty I'm like they just clearly had more feelings or couldn't handle it but I just love that he does that he's like straight away if he doesn't feel it Mm. or if he does he's like loved it join a meet yeah well i just don't see the point in stringing someone along yeah. and having them as some random backup yeah mm. so he gets weird. like the opposite he gets like what, people are rude to him yeah to that. because of that yeah well i mean you can say it wrong you can be like shit face nah yeah no yeah. no he's so lovely and so thanks great. so much for the coffee i just thought you were a four and uh, <laughs> i'm a nine I'm a hard so five, we're not so allowed to this yeah. is your tinder review <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> 
I know, I know. It's crazy. But I guess, like, okay, so when you finally do find someone who doesn't completely suck. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, where to from there? Because it's, it's such a fucking process. I saw this, um, this mm. quote on Instagram actually the other day that was like, people are like all about the wedding yeah. um, rather than the marriage. Yeah. And mm. for me, that was like super, like that really spoke to me because I was married. I'm still actually technically married. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it really makes my day. Yeah. Um, Graham, but... Graham's just in the room. <laughs> Don't be like, the psychos with that. He's chilling flyer on the pillow. And that's what he does on Sundays. That's his Sunday pillow. That's awesome. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, and I remember having this goal to get married before I was 30. Mm. And I don't know. Meet. Why? I don't, I don't know. Oh There's no reason for it. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I mean, fortunately, my ex had proposed to me when I was 29. So it was quite possible. You're like, yes! yes! Fuck, I'm in. Finish line was there. <laughs> I know. But, like, if I look back on it, and not to bag him as a person or anything mm. like that, because um, there was a lot of really good things about our relationship, and I don't, like, have any resentful feelings toward him at all, but it just wasn't right. Mm. And if I think about it, like, I knew deep down it wasn't right the whole time, but had this fucking stupid... I want to get married. I want to get married. Just want to get married. Which is fucking ridiculous, because now I'm just like, I can take it or leave it. Like, yeah. I mean, marriage might be in my future, but I'm not... It's definitely not something that I'm fucking come on. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like I just want to be in a committed relationship and happy. and be happy. <laughs> yeah. Whether we have a piece of paper that says that we're happy yeah. or whether we're just happy. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't matter. So it's really weird that I had that goal and obviously now I'm annoyingly still married. Um That's so cool. But focusing like- <laughs> I'm glad someone thinks it's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, but focusing on like the marriage, as in like focusing on like what's your relationship going to look like in ten years? Mm. Like where do you want to go? Where do they want to go? And mm. like how is that going to work? Like you guys obviously have your own separate, although mm. you're on a similar wavelength in terms of you're living your life to help improve others, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah, and you both have that, but it's in different ways. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's about trying to juggle that we're on the same page but we also have our separate goals mm-hmm. and who's going to compromise on what yeah. and then that's just literally what you have to do for the rest of your lives yeah <laughs> and we pre- we pretty much discuss this like daily don't that's we? amazing we, 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 it's not oh, you go no we just like talk about it all the time and like we literally both have like we know each other's like day we know like we just know every single thing, like what that person's doing, what that person's doing. Like we both have our like own individual goals and then we have like our goals together mm-hmm. um, and then our future goals. Like everything is kind of like so open and honest that we just know everything that we're going to be heading towards and what we're doing every single day. Um, and it's not, we've not even like discussed such a thing as like marriage. It's just like, what are we doing like tomorrow? What are we doing? It's all about like the goals and how we can help each other. Yeah, I think a relationship is, you know, it can be complicated, you know, but it can also be, for me, everything comes down to why you're doing it, you know, and I think a really cool relationship is when your best friend, who also happens to be very subjectively attractive and objectively, um, has you back, you know, when, and you know they have you back because they're just being... Hang on, are you still talking about Siobhan? I'm actually... (laughs) Still talking about Graham. I was like, who's it? Yeah. I'm actually also married. Uh, And uh, yeah. Yeah, no, but just like, yeah, it it can be simple. And then bringing it down to, 
okay, well, <clears throat> we have decided to be together. <clears throat> Excuse me. We decided to be together. So what do you want to do about it? It's like, well, this is why, you know, the idea of marriage is, I think, can be very big for people because it's like, well, the next step. Because yeah, you always like, have something, yeah, to, always work have something towards. to strive toward. But why yeah. does that have to be the stepping stone? Exactly. Why can't it, it should, be like... It should be something that you decide. Yeah. yeah. It can Together. Be and it can be marriage for some people. And for some people, it doesn't have to be. No. No, no exactly. Because then you hear of people, as soon as they get married or the ring's on, they're like, fuck! And they're just like, stuck. Yeah, you do hear about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And it's, a, it's like... Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we heard about it recently as well. We've just been told. Yes. Oh, someone... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear about these things all the time. Because people think like... Well, I mean, the, the worst thing for a human being is to get to a place where they feel like they've done what they need to do. Yeah. Because yeah. what else are you going to do next, man? What's exactly. the next thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the thing you have to decide that you guys want to do together is something that you can keep doing every day. Keep yeah. building towards, building towards. Yeah. That's what drives you because to be better. Because marriage is effectively like an end <clears throat> goal. That's right. But then, you know, it's, it's a early. day. And then, yeah, what are you going to do for the next? Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we also, we don't have much room either because we're obviously both very interested in the mind. So if I say something, she might be like, that's your ego. And I'll be like, <laughs> fuck, yeah. you're right. <laughs> or I can, like, we can't, we can't. There's no escape. There's no winning or losing. No. Because we both know where each other are activated and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Like she's into trauma, you know, <laughs> I'm into anxiety. <laughs> Not a whole lot of place to. No, there's an interest. Yeah, like, you know that's what. Well, there's no for. room. There's never room for an argument. It's always a discussion. But people are like, "You guys bicker all the time." I'm like, "No, we literally discuss everything." Yeah. that's why it's so good. We try to we try to sort through things. I wouldn't yeah. say we don't argue because no. arguing is I'm right, no, you're right. Yeah, sorting is kind of like here's where I think you're wrong. Yeah, here's where I think you're wrong. Okay, well that's probably correct. Just like here's all the places where discussion. I'm wrong. Exactly, yeah. Well, what do you want to do? You just want to be annoying all the time. It's yeah. like, I mean, you can't have a perfect relationship. You can't have a relationship that doesn't clash. It's it's just so dumb. Yeah, yeah. Like, you are a human being. You're going to see the world in a skewed way based on how you've lived. And if you don't recognize that you're not right all the time, you can't, you're not, you're certainly not ready for a relationship and you yeah. have some work to do. Yeah. You know? And people think they need <clears> to be perfect before they get into a relationship like oh no i need to work on myself first it's like no you can work on yourself and a relationship at exactly the same time i think you, you actually really... ha- you, i think the only way you can work on yourself is through a relationship yeah it's I mean, true we have this all the time yeah, as crossfit coaches i want to i want to get fit first before oh, i come mate, to a the amount of times what? I've heard that. oh my god how do you think you're gonna get or like fit? i need to get this total before i compete no. it's like no. How are you going to get the confidence to get yeah, that title exactly. unless you compete? Yes. Like, how so are you going to get the confidence to be with someone unless you're fucking with someone? Yes. yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. It's so true. How, like, how are you going to... Because I talk about this a lot on my show. I think I'm trying to think about um, the best ways for self-exploration. Breathwork is interesting. Psychedelics is interesting. Therapy is interesting. Meditation is interesting. The best thing for me has been um, this relationship, open, honest communication, yeah. because... I've decided to be with someone that will not let any deception or mistruth or, you know, here's where I'm right and <laughs> I'll just let that go. About? No, as in like... <laughs> Even if, like, at the start of the like, white lies, I think. And like, yeah. And I would fucking hate them. Like, white lies, I'm like, they're still a lie in my head because I've been like... like this because I've... <laughs> I know, because I've been like... I just said it was vanilla ice cream. No, it was chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but hang on. <laughs> No, because I've had, like, my like trust broken too. So a white lie to me was, like, a huge deal. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then I'd like, we, we needed to like sit down and discuss so the So you were line. like, the reason that the, the, like, the white lies bother me is because I've had this yeah. issue in my past. And you're like, yes. okay, so you're not just a psycho. Well, yeah, but that was really good because I, I've never had, I've never had any trust issues yeah. in my whole oh life. Oh my God. Imagine that, guys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had my trust broken or anything. But um, it was really what interesting What is that like? What is that like? Well, I was ignorant. Really, you know? No, because... but that's like uh, that's such a blessing to yeah. have that. Like that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was just lucky, I suppose. You know, because I've, I've certainly um, spoken with fellas that have had their trust. You know, it's not a gender yeah, it's thing. It's not just a gender thing. No, no not at all. Sure. There's, there's bad women. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> Which um, is the theme of this episode. <laughs> it was yes, it is. It was interesting because um, you know I I never kind of put a white lie. Just seeing as we're talking about it, I'd never put a white lie into the category of lie, which yeah. is very interesting because it both contains the same word. But then when Siobhan, you know, would explain that sort of thing to me, just forced me to, because it, it came back to the goal, came back to, okay, I really want to be with her. This is very significant for her. I need to check myself here, you know? And um, it wasn't an overnight thing, but we got to a place where we do it. Yeah. And it, it became yeah. really good now because it's like the more honest you are in the relationship the more you know the person yeah so i mean i know every single thing about you you yeah. know and um that creates trust because i just know mm. i know you a lot quite a lot better yeah but that's just like a thing where that really was like a big deal for me but like mm. a white lie is literally it's nothing when you really think about it like but to me it was a big deal at that time so i'm like this needs like well it's nothing know. to people that haven't had their trust had broken. Had their trust broken, yeah. It's, but for it's, me it was it's like definitely big for thing. people that have. Yeah. And that, there's no better or worse. Well, I'm I sure have there's things for you that are more significant than they are. Oh, yeah, heaps of things. Loads of yeah. things. Heaps, loads yeah. of things. Absolutely. And I think it's just about, like, understanding the other person's triggers. Yes. Because I know, oh, yeah, you have me, to straight away. like, um, like, my partner has different ones to me. And mm. when he explains them to me, I'm kind of like, it makes no sense in my... Well, yeah, We're it makes no sense in my mind. I'm yeah. like, why is that weird? That's yeah. not weird. Yeah. But he's probably the same about my shit. Like, why is that weird? Yeah, that's you know? what the this, this stuff we figured out at the start as well, because you obviously had, like, your anxiety and stuff, and I have my trauma, because, Absolutely. like, trust is, is trauma. Like, it's actually a trauma in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, I'll give you a quick example, right? So, her, we spoke about how that was her issue, right? For yeah. me, when Siobhan would start talking about how she wants to, like get very spiritual and, and, and speak to her grandma and spirits and stuff. I mean, my whole OCD past is based on supernatural and fucking going to hell and freaking out about that shit. Yes. Now, Siobhan would speak to me and she'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I just want to speak to my grandma again. And I'm like having a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> and I wouldn't stop talking. I would just keep going. Yeah. And then but we after, had to figure that out. And then afterwards, he's like, look... <laughs> That was like my anxiety and I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't get it. You just like, understand. just like you didn't understand. Like, understand like, why? Why? And yeah. that was like in a huge conversation, but yeah. that's how you're so different. But if you work out together, then yeah, you just and come to really, that yeah. agreement. And you have someone that's holding you back and then eventually it gets to the stage where that's not even a real issue anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't true. have that fear anymore and Shimon doesn't have that fear anymore. Yeah. You just get through it. But you've got to work together to, like, get through it. So, like, each other's triggers, you know them, and then you work through them and you help each other. And it's, like, it's fucking cool because you come out the other side not having the triggers anymore. I think knowing that is so important because I think so much of the time we feel like telling someone about our triggers and telling someone about our past trauma or our anxiety or, like, 
whatever it is mm. is just like super embarrassing and then yeah. it's going to be like a bad thing for the relationship because the other person's going to be like well you're a freak or you're a psycho or whatever but if you were the right person yeah they won't think then that. they won't think that it's so true so so often we like suppress all this shit but i found that like just talking about it and being like hey you're probably not going to get this but this is my issue because of this reason mm. and he's like Cool. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, of course it is. Yeah. Like, how could that not be an issue? Yeah. You know? And then him on his part, he'll be, like, really understanding of that and he'll be aware that that's a trigger for me. Yes. You know? So, and the same goes both ways. Yeah. But it's just about, like, learning that about each other and actually yeah. taking the time to do so rather than just, like, triggering each other. <laughs> triggering each other. And yeah. then, like, being too, I guess, proud to, like, admit that you have like an insecurity about something yeah you know so true and i think the earlier you get that done the better it is oh massively it should be like first date conversations so what triggers you what triggers you yeah cool we know i remember like my first okay so our first date i'm not not gonna like say his name or anything in case like people are like you know it's actually my dad (laughs) (laughs) he'll be listening in though so so attracted to him was because he started talking about his relationship with his parents Mm. and how much he had found that he had um like grown like as a person through the therapy that he'd been doing Mm. oh my god i know and i was just like i love it oh my god like just the fact that yes. he's so open yeah. and just had no there was like no sense of like embarrassment, embarrassment. which there shouldn't it. be like no. quick tip fellas <laughs> talk about your therapy sessions yeah <laughs> i had anxiety <laughs> girls form a line <laughs> but i was just like i just hung on his every word because it was just he was just so open yeah. and it wasn't like a he wasn't like having a sook or like anything like no, just talking about it. Was just talking about yeah. it and we like we haven't stopped talking about it yeah and it's so just good. it's been so good and you know like just actually listening to mm. to him and like i guess you know talking about triggers from fucking the first day yeah. yeah well he's just been real like that's what real yeah. humans go through like there's no pretend shit or like oh, i'm this type of person or trying to be a person that you think your partner wants well that's so the thing and that's like so much about like you know, your your Tinder bio or whatever and you're like putting out there your best self and your best photos with your filters and, you know, you're interested in like cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You're interested in stuff that you think other people will find interesting yeah. about you. I, I had um, Tinder um, for like six months or something. I could have been even longer than that before we started going out. I still had the photo of it. I got the idea from my friend. My bio was, I'm bad at sex and I have no mates. <laughs> <laughs> it never went very well. <laughs> I think it was the man's thing. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, look, I'm going to be brutally honest here. <laughs> Hopefully we got better. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of nights now. So funny. But that's the thing is like, I mean, no one's going to put on, you know, you're not going to put on tra- interests, trauma. Here are my yeah, triggers. Yeah. Anxiety and trauma. <laughs> Here are my triggers. Yeah. Well, you know, you see people that have, you see people that have bios that are like, no baggage, thanks. And it's yeah. like, do you what? Want, what the fuck? I'm going to just need like, to date Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so true. pretty good history. <laughs> live, live with dad. No baggage, thanks. Yeah. But, like, what? Who, who are you looking for? Like, are you fucking serious? This app, this Tinder review needs yeah, to happen. Yeah, it does need to happen. Somebody, please make it. 
You know what needs to happen is people just being fucking honest mm. is what needs to happen. Yeah. Just go to the bathroom quickly, guys. <laughs> we'll just hold, about, hold the fort. We'll talk about the There's girls. There's some honesty right there. Yeah. <laughs> now we can talk about fertility awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, all right. we're in our 30s. This is so good. So speaking of honesty, yeah. so contraception's a thing, right? Fucking right. tedious. As someone who competes in a sport of, you know, weightlifting and strength is obviously very important. Hormonal shit fucks that right up. So I'm like, yeah. I don't want to put any shit into my body. I don't want to take yes. any pill. I don't want to take any of that stuff. Um, a friend of mine was like, have you heard of the fertility awareness method? And I was like, no, tell me about oh, that. I think my friend in Scotland talks about this, actually. Yeah. So basically, it's just like tracking tracking your cycle yeah. and when you're super fertile and when you're not fertile and when you should have protected sex and when you should have unprotected sex. Right. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to research this and look into it, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, be very careful about this. Mm-hmm. Dad, since he's probably still, still listening. <laughs> She's careful, Dad. And Tom's dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're all careful. We're all careful. No, literally, Tom would have a kid in a second. I'm like, mate, 10 years. <laughs> so this is for everyone who doesn't want to have a yes. child like us. Keep listening. Um, keep listening <laughs> to this while Tom's in the toilet. Anyway, so I was like to my partner, I was like, hey, do you know anything about fertility awareness? Oh, God. He's like, What? <laughs> Fertility? Fertility! What? This is not a conversation after six months. <laughs> no, not at all. But anyway, so there's an example of communication and where that could go wrong yeah. um, and someone could misconstrue um, perhaps what you're actually trying to get at. Yeah, if you're like, I'm trying to protect I'm trying to protect myself. myself from having a child. Yeah. I just said how you would want one, like, straight away and I'm like, ten years. As in right now? Child, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kane. Pain. Yeah. We just got like we've obviously just got our dog Abby, who's like the best thing. Is in the that world. holding you for a while, or you still need? It's alright. I mean, it's hairier than <laughs> what I'd like to look after. Right. I'm like, no. I know. No, I know. I'm so not keen. I know. Well, fertility awareness isn't um 100 accurate, so you might be right. Oh shit. Yeah. As in what? What do you mean? Well, as in like tracking. Tom would not know anything about this. <laughs> no, but I, I, I <laughs> need find to. Find out about it when you get educated. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I get pregnant, I'll learn. <laughs> I'm like just super super careful with it. Of what? Not having babies. Oh yes, yes. No, no. I'm a little bit sneaky. Condoms. Tom's just way sneaky. Yeah. Oh, but God. yeah. We've got- no, we're not. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. God. I'm just damn. checking that you're still listening. I'm definitely listening to Tom's something potentially illegal. <laughs> I'm not sneaky. Fucking hell. I don't need police here or that. Anyway, we just got the dog, and I was like, my rule is when we get a second dog, I want two, so she's got a mate. So Tom can also hold off his... Sneakiness. <laughs> Might just jump on the dog. Sorry. That's oh, terrible. That's also against the law. Seriously. It's just like immigration, bestiality, and potential <laughs> unconsensual sex. Yeah, that's right. I think Physical I was called relationship a relationship day. Oh, you work on a bit of home. Oh, <laughs> Tom's getting a roast. I'm, I'm, I'll be in prison after this. <laughs> God, high prison cell. <laughs> Terrible. Amazing. Anyway, so the dogs are managing to keep that at bay. Yeah, we're not going to get a second dog. Okay. We'll... A gay. A gay. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Our dog's actually a female. <laughs> the second dog we'll get will be a uh, male, so. Anyway. Well, that's my thing. I was like, if we get a second dog, then I would think about having kids. But Tom's like, no way, we're not getting a second dog. I'm like, I know. Oh, no kids. Yeah. Oh, wow. I see what you've done there. Yeah. Well done. Very smart. <laughs> yeah, Very smart. smart. 
I know. <laughs> but I do definitely want a second one. She needs some eight. Well, then you need to get a different boyfriend. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I really do love her. Well, there's no baggage, though. Cause... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's true. No baggage. You have to be Where would pristine. You find, where would you even find that? Probably below 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even then. You have baggage from the womb. Joey. Yeah, you do. A lot of this people have true. This is stuff again. <laughs> yeah, baggage from the womb. Baggage from the womb. You do. That's true, though. I mean, you have yeah. obviously. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, um, you get weird people. Um, weird people. You get people having. <laughs> you do weird... get weird people. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, there is. I was speaking to a um, trauma therapist who spoke about how um, he was, you know, doing his somatic experiencing work, and um, she just all of a sudden was choking yeah. in, in his therapy environment and then they figured it out that you know the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck in the womb and how the body holds on to those experiences this is crazy really crazy because the, the again like the, the brain is just this map of basically what we know and understand and what we find frightening and don't understand yet and when that happened to her she was like coming out of the womb when that happened to her the body the mind has just gone we need to remember that because we nearly died. So if that mm. ever happens again, she probably just had like this crazy list of, you know, claustrophobia and scared being in tight spaces and scared of drowning because all stemming back from yeah, that so experience before even being born really where she couldn't breathe. Yeah. And that's what, I know this is a huge tangent, but like doing all the work you do with cultivating self-awareness in breath work, yeah. learning about the root of your trigger can be so good when you actually continue to move on in the world. It's like, I know this is a trigger. He's not just a dickhead. Or I know this is yeah. a trigger of mine and I know this is where it came from. Well, you know, your, mind, your mind's going to try and protect you from that same yeah. thing that happened to you again. That's so right. going to be like, he's on a white light, he's an asshole. Yes. Or it's like, no, he's just not aware that that is That's a, trigger. a trigger for you. Yeah, he yeah. told a white light. This, my body is reminded of when my world was torn apart. Yeah. We both did that in different ways. That really, because you do tend to always choose the same kind of dickhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're conditioned you to that. You, you know. absolutely do. Until you heal, heal whatever. Until you recognise where it came from. Yeah. Because yeah. you understand it. It's yeah. predictable in an ironic sense that you're going to get hurt. And we, we tend to gravitate towards we understand what we understand. Yeah. Even though it's way worse for us because what we don't understand is unmapped territory and it's really scary. That's why people go back to the same person all the time. Yeah. You know? But the more you can understand who who you are, and we both do that in super, what, different ways. Like I, I went through an, a journey of expressive writing and then Siobhan did breath work. And we did mm-hmm. other things as well. Um, but the two most profound experiences to learn more about ourselves and hopefully we continue to, um, for you is breath work and for me was writing. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I was just going to say, you were actually in the group with that guy who did the breathwork session and came out being yeah. like, and he was, was he in his 60s? I keep saying 60s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, I think 60s. Yeah, yeah. And, his, yeah. and he was like so skeptical obviously about it, but in the breathwork session, he, he went back to his very first trauma and it was coming out of the womb and his mum passed away giving birth to him and he went straight back to that place during breathwork. So talk about yeah, tra- still being traumatised at that age, but going back, his first trauma, he went back to it. Was it was like amazing, like wow. amazing. He went back to that place. He was so thankful he went back there. Did he talk to you about his trees? No, but you can obviously guess them. Yeah, that you know, but of, that would be a yeah. whole sixty year old. Yeah, that's crazy. Stuff. And he recently had a relationship breakup as well. So wow. I think it was just a big head fuck for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, wow. crazy. I was also talking to my mum um, fairly recently just about. 
I guess your cognitive development and how your attachments when you're first born really have an impact on your adult relationships. Massively. In terms of like how secure or insecure that attachment is. And I found that really interesting because um, I guess I'd really have like quite an anxious attachment style to people and I just always assume that people are going to like fail basically. Um, yeah. I guess I'm and still together. They? Yeah, they are. Yeah. But I spoke to my mum about it actually, and she said that when I was born, she was really depressed and just not like couldn't really engage with me or like oh, develop wow. that close attachment with me. Yeah, it wasn't that she was a, a, like a bad mum or no. anything no, no. like that. That's so common though. This it was like, just that so she common. found it really hard to like bond with me. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I am pretty annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tattoos and straight yeah. out of the room. Straight out of the room. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. With a barbell. <laughs> Sorry, my mom to leave. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, she said that that has a lot to do with how you, your relationships like end up when when you're an adult, but also like having had you know probably similar experiences to you, Siobhan, in terms mm. of trust and yeah. you know like being cheated on and yeah. all that kind of thing. It all kind of adds up. So you end yeah. up just being like, oh my god, I can't trust anyone. Everyone's fucked. Yeah. Um, but how good when you know that? Because yeah. when you realise that that's why. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good when you find someone that you can work on that with. Like for me, like Tom completely like understood it, and we went on like a whole fucking journey with it. But he's like, right, I totally get it, and that's what like your stuff is. And then I had to understand because I didn't even know what anxiety was before last year. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. I'm like, what the fuck's anxiety? I just always thought it was a word people threw around. Like, oh no, don't do that. That makes me anxious. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. It's just like this word. And then I had to like really try and understand it because I had no idea what it was. Mm. Just like you didn't know what my stuff was. Mm. Yeah. So it's really good when you can find someone. It's like, this is like my stuff that I've discussed with my mom. I know where it came from. And then you can, you know, work with it with your partner. So good. Well, what's really sad about childhood trauma as well is the the mum is the safe space for the infant you know it's that place that they go to or are attached to mm. to just because they don't understand the whole world the, the, the whole world is just this whole unexplored place that's by definition fearful because whatever we don't understand we're straight away scared and then a little bit curious of and then we figure it out a little bit more and then we we start to understand it more and you know i mean we've sat on a chair so often and we know it's not going to bite us or anything that we don't even think about sitting on a chair anymore because it's irrelevant because we know it but when you're so young you don't understand anything all you have to know is the person that's treating you and comforting you so and even up until five six seven the 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 part of the brain that can analyze and makes it make make sense of things hasn't really formed yet so now obviously you can punch me in the face and be like oh why did that happen? Did Sarah have a bad day? Did I do something wrong? And then figure out why that happened. If I was five years old or four years out, Sarah punched me in the face. I'm a bad person. That was definitely meant for me because it's you can't you can't analyze, you know. So when you have um, attachment issues, you can't tune into the outside world. That's why we do this sort of stuff with our kids because. They're learning that happy means happy and sad means sad. He's doing peekaboo. I'm doing peekaboo, by the way. Yes, exactly. Doing Doing this, by the way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That that stuff is so important for developmental psychology because it means that we can start to understand the world, you know, um, in comparison to how we feel about it. Um, And it it still reigns true in the adult world as well because that means that we have all this... Um, these past experiences and you know yeah. learning about conditioned responses and 
if I do this, how will Siobhan react? Or if Siobhan does this, how will Tom react? And learning to... But even uh, understanding how people, like, going into past and, like, even, like, thinking about people that have hurt me in the past, I can now totally see why they hurt me because of, like, the way they were brought up or their parents or their surroundings. I can literally give a reason to why they did it. And it's really crazy because now I understand it. I'm like, oh, that's why they did that. And, like, yeah, you can actually, like, feel sorry for them a little bit, which is really crazy because you're like, I totally understand why they did it. And feeling sorry for someone kind of takes that power away from them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you can can actually forgive it because you're like, I totally get why they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Although it, like, completely breaks you, but you can understand why they did it because you can see how they were, like, brought up or what they're around or the type of person they are. Yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, please, I hope they deal with it or they recognise it so they don't do it to the next person, obviously. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting stuff. But you've really got to be willing to, to, like, address all of your shit. Mm. I don't think I was until I had, like, a recent relationship, like, epic fail. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. And I was like, fuck, mate, like, I've got to change something about what I look for in somebody, how I approach a relationship, what I'm like in a relationship. Like, I can't change the other person, Mm -hmm. like, at all. So the only thing I can change is me, how I, like... Isn't that annoying? Oh, mate. Just wish you would cook more. So much. (laughs) But you know what? Also, I found really interesting, which I heard on another podcast, actually, which was, like, a relationship podcast. Yeah. Is, like, treat anyone that you're seeing like they're the one. Yeah. And I don't know whether I believe in the one, as in, like, you've got literally one person who you're destined to be with. Like, I I wouldn't say... That'd be so annoying. Mate, how the fuck would that be? Yeah. My one's actually in Nairobi at the moment. I just can't (laughs) afford to get over there. But I'm king. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. I just hate that concept. Yeah. But, I mean, treating someone, I guess, that they're someone that is really significant. And yeah. And like, you know, um, you're willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. You're willing to... Well, you're not always like, oh, there'll be someone afterwards. No, and yeah. not constantly yeah. looking like the grass is always greener. And yeah. I think I've, I've often found that in the past. And what I was just saying to him, actually, last night was like, the reason that I feel um, I feel so good now is like I don't have that underlying feeling that this is wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've always had this underlying feeling in pretty much all relationships that I've had I think mm-hmm. yeah. that it's not it's it's just not right but that's something that I've always kind of suppressed mm-hmm. you know and I don't know I guess that it is something you kind of always are aware of deep down yeah, yeah definitely if that's like your kind of normal feeling in relationships that's my normal yeah, feeling yeah. in relationships and so I'm constantly always looking out for someone better or you know and that's keeping exhausting. an eye on those DMs yeah. you know yeah yeah it's that's exhausting yeah yeah so they might be the next one yes but I don't have that feeling I don't have you know like we can DM now I just ignore it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> ciao well you can what's really cool is that you know when you um engage a relationship with someone that's willing to um, admit when they're wrong, but also admit when they're right, because it's good to be right. You know, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm doing is working, but check their ego essentially. Um, is that you can make that grass greener. You know, you guys can work on yourselves. Yeah. And like with, focus on that. Yeah, with yeah. the way the brain works and how we mirror each other and imitate to learn and all that sort of stuff. If if you're off, Tom, I just read this incredible book, or you did this, or you did this. You know, the person you're with is who you're going to become. You know, um, you are the you know the five people we spend the most time with. Yeah, that's you, true. you can become a much better person if you're spending time with someone all the time that is incredible, um, wants to learn more, wants to grow more, wants to take over the world in their own way. 
they're going to take you on that journey. And um, if that's what you want, if that's what you want, yeah. but yeah. but whatever you want, pick the person that is in, into that too, you know, and then you guys can take over the world together. You know, yeah. it's it's good, and you have to you have to you have to respect yourself enough to be like, I actually am worth this. You know, so often we just fall back into terrible patterns. Yeah, hundred percent because you get, you get so used to feeling like so fucking shit Mm. and being made to feel like that Mm. and allowing yourself to feel like that and kind of thinking, I don't deserve any better than this. I don't deserve someone who's going to be faithful. It's It's just just normal. normal. Yeah. yeah, like it's normal to feel so fucking anxious and fight all the time and yeah. be constantly irritated by the other person. But it's fucking not. It's yeah. not. It's normal. not normal. No. Like, of course you're going to argue. Of course there's going to be times when they piss you off. But like, it shouldn't be the like day to day. Exactly. Yeah, you should. You should have more good days than bad days. And yeah, then then it's obviously a testament to how you guys are going. You know, um, just that objective awareness perspective. It's like okay we keep talking about this and fighting about it. Um, what am I doing wrong here? Yeah. What are you like? It's I, I'm clearly adding fuel to the fire here. Like, I mean, I, the, one of the first things we did was, um, moving into with Siobhan was the first time I'd moved away from my parents. Cause I was just living with dad at the time. And obviously two fellas, we're going to, you know, live in a space that's different than when you're like living with someone else, especially <laughs> someone you love who also happens to be a girl. And then, what was really funny about it was um, I would clean the house in a certain way and Siobhan would just leave um, like the spray and wipe out in all this sort of place. And I was just like getting really annoyed at that because I was like, I know what you're trying to say. You're basically saying that I'm not cleaning in the way you wanted to. And then anyway, we had the conversation. She's like, you're not cleaning it well. And I'm like, well, I'm cleaning it the way I do it. She's like, it's fucking shit ass. Look at all this. And but even just little things like that. Um, I wasn't cleaning it that well. No, <laughs> I, I still mean, don't even know how to do bleach. He still doesn't clean. How's properly. this right? Friday night, he was over, and we were just like uh, sitting on the couch having a cup of tea. Yeah. And he like looked up inside of my mug and is like, "This is disgusting. Do you ever wash this?" I was like, "Yeah." He's <laughs> like, "I was like, it's just stained. That's just what they look like when they're old." He's like, "It's not fucking stained. It's dirty. You just haven't cleaned it." Yeah. Like, like, you got a scourer? I was like, "Yeah." He goes to the sink. Oh my god, did he clean Gets it? a scourer yeah. and fucking jiff and just like <laughs> scrubs my all of my mugs. This is not a euphemism. Yeah. This is like my actually cup. I want to meet this guy. Right? Yeah. And he scrubs them and no I think we're shit. all going out with the wrong person. It looks yeah, like no, a seriously. fucking brand new cup and I was like Oh my god! Yeah. Like, what have you done? Can yeah. you tell can you go and spend a day with Tom? <laughs> I'm <laughs> my fucking wine glasses I pull them up and they actually look like your windows <laughs> maybe he should like, get onto the window if he's yeah. right. I'm like what the yeah, fuck the window just came like that yeah, that's, what that's how. That's how I literally like. was like, "What the fuck? Like, that's not clean." I'd be like holding it up, turning it around. I'd be like, "There's a stain there." Yeah. And I feel oh, like I've enough. just not really realised that I've lived by myself for so long that I just am like, "Yeah, I'll drink out of a dirty mug." Yeah, yeah, like, it's I fine. Can't even I'll drink out of a toilet bowl. Handle the water. Nah, it's It's probably still our one thing that I'm like, mate, seriously. Yeah. But I mean, you're always going to have those things, right? Oh, yeah, always. It's just about being like, Tom, you're a lazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) He does. He literally does. Every single day, I'm like, look at this glass or look at this. And he's like, 
yeah, okay. <laughs> just cops it. I'm like, why don't you just do it better? And then I don't have to like just be better. Just be better. Yeah. Just be better. But yeah. I'm like tight. So my thing is like, I turn the kitchen taps so tight that he can't loosen them. I don't Because get it. I don't. Be stronger. Yeah. Because I don't, yeah. I don't want yeah. the water wasting like the water and it dripping. But it doesn't no, drip. No, that's annoying. It's so it annoying. does drip. That's annoying. It drips. It doesn't, it doesn't it does. drip. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll film it. We'll film it and then send it into the but podcast. But stay tuned for the resolution of this argument on yeah. the tap drips. Yeah. But now I don't even realize, now it's such a habit, I don't even realise I do it. I and every time he's like, the tap is yeah. too, too tight. I'm like, well, I don't even know. Well, I think you need to work on both your grip strength and your cleaning skills. I know. And tap strength. And I don't even like tap lift strength. anymore, but still got the grip strength. It's true. It's true. He do. He do. You still train. Yeah, a little bit. Go to 45. And... Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Walk just, the dog. Just not as heavy. <laughs> yeah, walk, walk You pick dog. up Abby. No, no. Look, I've done all my lifting. Sorry, Sarah. So now Still you can it. just prepare for childbirth. <laughs> yes. <No> Wait. <laughs> I'm preparing for my second meal. Get that tap strength happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if we're to kind of sum up, I guess your guys like success in your relationship, continued success in your relationship, yes. unless you break up in the car on the way home, yeah. like the tap. How could you say that? Get out! And the wine glasses. Hire yeah. a cleaner. Imagine if we did break up on the way home. That'd be the best podcast ever. Drive into the driveway wrong. Yeah. Oh God. I know. We'll do one anyway. of those like afterwards, like they do when they're like, Tom and Siobhan broke up shortly yes. after the podcast. Yeah. And they're now both on Tinder. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Tom is still bad at sex and has no mates. Siobhan is reviewing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. God. Siobhan loves beagles and trauma, so that's yeah. interested. Beagles and, and trauma. <laughs> anyway, uh. um, well, personally, I guess what I've learned um, in relationships is to uh, go after someone who shares similar values, Yeah. Mm. not hobbies. Yes. So values, not hobbies, um, and to just be as honest as you can from as early mm. as you can. Yes, 100%. And just... It's scary, but it's worth it. Yeah, I guess. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's three things relationship um, therapists talk about, which is honesty, yes, um, a shared vision. Otherwise, you will unconsciously just think marriage is the be all and end all, and you yeah. won't continue in life. So you'd have to have a shared vision, um, and then also physiological relaxation. So is that sex. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> sort of. Although some would argue it's not entirely relaxing all the time. I know. Where did that come from? Yeah, but you ha- you have to be living in an environment that's physiologically relaxing. So you know, like a clean house <laughs> with clean mugs, clean, clean mugs, glasses. clean wine glasses, taps wound tight. <laughs> No dripping water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Repeat that last one. In an Physiologically, come tight t- mugs. T- tight yes. mugs. Tight mugs. You, you have to have tight mugs. I love how you know that. What? <laughs> that you have to tighten your mugs. Calming area. I'm gonna keep repeating that one yeah, every time I see mugs. my dirty wine glasses. I'm like, excuse me. What yeah. did the relationship therapist say? What's number Throw three? It out. So is this like as in where you live? Like yeah. physically where you live? Or Environmentally like, stress, lo- like lower like your good, stress. As in like so you a don't good wanna, workplace, good comfort at home or something? Well, yeah, you, you don't want to, you, you want to do your best to try not to bring it home. If you if you have to bring it home because it's just on your mind, you have to you talk about it. You know, hey, I need a vent for four minutes or whatever it is. Oh, like but work. your environment oh, okay. needs to there. be yeah, stressed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this tight, loose mug. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... <laughs> Anyway, it's not just work. So don't though. bring your shit home. Well, you have to feel physiological relaxation makes you have to feel relaxed. 
Because if you're wound up, you're going to interact with each other in that wound up way. So you have to feel calm. And obviously this goes into whole different sorts of things, but you have to go on dates. You have to remember why you're in the relationship and you don't want to become friends or work colleagues and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, But yeah, you need to feel stress-free or low stress when you guys are talking together and chilling out. Um, Cool. Because it gets really, yeah. Gottman Institute, if anyone's interested. Oh, yes, they're a good one to follow. What's it called? Gottman Institute. John Gottman and his wife founded the institute. And can I just say one more thing? When you're in um, relationships, find out your partner's love language. Yeah. Immediately do the love language test. Oh, okay. So this is good. We should talk about this. So So this, I mean, this caused many a fight. For example, Mm. if your love language, so what are they? Is it five? Six, is it? Oh, no, maybe I could be wrong. So it's gifts, touch, time. Um, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Shit, is there four? Gifts, touch, quality time together, words of affirmation, and isn't it like buying on a dick? <laughs> Implants. And dick. Don't really remember <laughs> saying yes to that one, but. <laughs> but yeah, we did it together, didn't we? Yeah, you it's got either it. applying or receiving. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> but what I found. Time the mug? Like, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, everyone's got like everyone's two. got different, and you've got different ones that you value. Yeah. So someone else may be like always giving you gifts, but you might really just want them to say "I love you." Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes. Say that they're important to you. You know, so you may be not really like appreciating that that's what they're doing. Yeah. But they're just. Have you done it? Have you two it. done your love language thing? No. I'll do it tonight or whenever you sing. You have to do it. It's online. Yeah. But it's really just, good. Yeah. I get some of the boys to do counselling as well. Yeah. yeah, it's so good to do in a relationship because you'll know exactly what his is and he'll know what yours and then you can like work on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you just know. Yeah. So You're good. totally right though. Like, you know, you'll say, oh, you never say I love you. And the person will say, well, yeah, I do. Because I buy you all these gifts. Yeah. And obviously you're technically correct. It's like, you don't say I love you. Yeah. But it's like, I'm showing you I love you in a different way. Mm-hmm. And you need to know that. So it's like, if Siobhan doesn't have, to, isn't actually buying me a present or something, but um, if it was, I would be able to relate that to, oh, she's telling me she loves me. You know, yeah. even though mine could perhaps be chilling out with each other. And we're lucky because both of ours happen to be, your one is my two and yeah. my one is your two. Yeah. So we can kind of Yeah, do you that. just know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it just comes down to, I mean, you have to know the other person. Like, just get to know them on a really deep level. And then if you guys really like being together, build that. You yeah. know? Or you'll work on their love language because you'll know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely do it. It's fun. I got my mum to do it with her partner. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there's one to try, guys. Yeah, do it. And I think also focusing, just like with anything, like, I mean, I always relate stuff to training because that's what I it's do. It's practical. Yeah. But, but like, not focusing on the total, but focusing on the process of getting the total. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, don't focus on the wedding. Focus no. on the marriage. Or focus the on the dress. Focus on the dress. Yes, exactly. I'll be wearing it. <laughs> Should be wearing pants. <laughs> so we've got uh, gifts. Uh, what was the fifth one? I think there's actually seven. Oh god, hmm? seven love languages. Five. Oh, I don't know. Where's your phone? It's um, up there. It's we'll no, put it in it's the no show. Phone's day, guys. It's relationship day. I know. No, yeah. No social media. Um, yeah. That's right. Well, so we've got we've got five to seven yes. languages. Yeah. Just um, Google it. Dick was a dick is not one. Yeah, I think it's an eight. <laughs> there's eight. Yeah, it's the eighth. <laughs> anyway, it's like a sixth sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> or you should just do it even yourself to find out what your love language is. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. We'll do it together. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Um, Make it a date. A love language date. Love it. Guys, you brought just so much positive relationship energy to the podcast. Thanks. Thank Hopefully we so stay much. together. Yeah. We're going to break up shortly after. <laughs> my love language. I mean, I just want to say it. And then I can get my second beagle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Jesus. Tom will be... I know what I'm not wanting. <laughs> Tom will be on Tinder. Yeah. Interests, anxiety. Yeah, that's right. With a heap of baggage. Yeah, with the heavy baggage. No baggage, though. Yeah. yeah. No baggage, just anxiety. I love it. Love I'm freaking it. out right now. How's the date going? I'm just nervous. <laughs> Thank yes. you so much for sparing Thank your you. uh, relationship day um, on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Any Sarah. Any last words of wisdom? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just work on your shit. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Clean your mugs, both metaphorically yes! and physically. Yes. Clean your mugs. Clean, Clean your mugs. mugs. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, if you're more interested in listening to Tom than me, which that's totally fair, he has his own show, which he has mentioned several times. The Clean the Mug podcast. Uh, it hasn't actually kicked off yet. <laughs> it's called the Mind Mate podcast, and he interviews some very interesting people. Um, and if you want to work on your trauma with Siobhan, yes, um, go to the Breathwork Shed, and um, yeah, you can scream into a pillow. Yeah. And or just remember that trauma isn't necessarily what you think it is. No. Yes. Any fear-inducing experience that created a self-limiting belief is that how you would say yeah it just oh, yeah there's so many little things we, that could be a whole other well, how would you anyway. how would you define it oh, i don't know because it can just be so what what you said <laughs> <laughs> what tom right. just said guys that's yeah, why he has his own show out. yes and, right. John doesn't. and i don't and it's yeah, not happening that's fine <laughs> cool. um have an awesome sunday guys do spend it with someone you love that might be your partner that might be your cat and that's also fine <laughs> <laughs> unless they're both the same thing <laughs> If you partner with Tom, Tom's dad. <laughs> Bye. Okay, guys, that was a bit of a fun one, but I hope you did get some value and some some knowledge out of it. Um, we tried to keep it a little bit serious. We always tried to bring it back to the questions and stuff, but obviously, I think we had to, one too many kombuchas. And obviously there was a, too much stuff in those kombuchas and we got a little bit out of hand. But if you enjoyed that episode, guys, give it a rating and review. Uh, I know it's a little thing, but iTunes, giving those... Uh, those little comments and descriptions and reviews and ratings really helps me. Um, it's just good. It's just good for feedback. You know, Feed, feedback is really powerful for me because then I can help build this show into something that's going to be better for you. So that would be awesome, guys. You can follow me on Mindmate Counseling. Uh, so at Mindmate Counseling on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I put a lot of the professional content up there. Uh, I do have a personal one, but for the sake of this show, Mindmate Counseling is where we put up all the stuff. And uh, yeah, that was, what's that now? Episodes, uh, that could be episode 70. I think it's episode 70, but that's powerful. So uh, speak to you next week.